Hi, and welcome to the Get Into Cloud Podcast. My name is Coin. Today we're going to be talking about coding. Being able to code or script is a key skill to up your game as a cloud professional. You'll notice I'm using the word coding and scripting and not the more formal programming or software development. You might be thinking, what's the difference? Well, semantics mostly, but also kind of fit to purpose. Scripts are generally short, self-contained, and they're written for utilities and deployments and automation. Programming and software development is written for full, typically for full applications unto themselves. Normally there's for scripts and uh, utilities like this or automation, there's no GUI interface. It's not client facing like a full application. Still, these words are largely interchangeable. It really depends, but the implication is there and I wanted to start with that. I believe that Python should be the first coding language that you learn, but not the last. Let's talk about why Python is where you should start. The number one reason that folks choose Python to start is its ease of learning. Uh, Python is simple and straightforward in terms of both its use and syntax. Unlike a lot of languages that use, you know, symbols and uh, um, braces and put things like semicolons at the end of lines, Python utilizes white space as separators and return carriages to indicate blocks of code. This means the code tends to be somewhat neatly organized and easy to understand. There's many cases where you, I could show you Python code even if you weren't familiar with the code at all and given the natural language and the simplistic syntax you'd be able to tell what the code is doing and that is not always true. There are many languages where symbols are utilized as shortcuts and blocks of code are surrounded by various and different types of uh, separators that cause it to be somewhat confusing and difficult to understand what's going on until you become more familiar with the language. Once you learn Python and become familiar with it, it then can become the basis for future learning of different programming languages and new scripting and programming languages. The basic tenets and concepts that are, exist in Python exist in a host of other languages. Some of them have different syntax, which make it, you have to learn that for the specific language, but the core concepts carry over to different versions of the next language that you would go to. Or, and many of the languages share a lot of the same feature set. And so because Python is such a mature language, being familiar with it will help you to be familiar with other languages and get you a good head start should you choose to learn another language as well. Speaking of learning specifically, you might wonder what you should learn in terms of getting started with Python. I would recommend you do a number of searches online for tutorials and trainings around getting started with Python basics. Most of them will cover things like syntax, how do you organize the code so that it will run, operators, how do you add and subtract and manipulate variables, control flow, things like if-then statements and um, uh, being able to control loops and things like that, lists uh, or arrays of 
items that you're saving that is in a list and dictionaries, which are key value pairs similar to hashes or maps in other languages. And then of course, functions and exceptions. Functions are small blocks of code that you can call over and over and over again and pass in parameters. And exceptions are how you handle when there's a problem in the code itself. Now, of course, there's a lot more to uh, programming in Python specifically, but that's a good place to start. And once you learn those concepts and have a good understanding in Python, as I said before, it will apply to other languages as well. The second big advantage of learning Python is that it's a general purpose language. It can be used for a wide range of scripts and application, everything from web scraping to um, data and analytics to machine learning and also for interacting with cloud and AWS. We'll talk about that in a minute, but the language itself can, is used as the backend for a lot of popular applications and it is a popular language itself, but it can be used to cover a wide range of things. Perhaps the only thing it's really not great at is maybe game development. There are a number of languages that are purpose fit for that that are maybe faster and easier to do, but Python does, you can certainly write a game in, in Python as well if you were so interested. The third advantage to Python is it has a large and active community. It has a vast community of developers and a lot of available information online. Uh, there are a lot of resources, there are a lot of links. If you have a problem in Python, it's likely that someone else has experienced that problem before and you will easily find information about that online. It's very easy to get help. You will, you know, if you're in a role where there are other cloud engineers, they will likely also be familiar with Python as well and can assist you with problems or things that you need to troubleshoot. So it's advantageous to use a popular language and Python is very popular. So it makes it even easier for you to use and get help and support. The fourth key advantage is the abundance of libraries and frameworks. So Python has a lot of libraries and a lot of frameworks that you can use to do all sorts of things, interact with all sorts of applications and frameworks and platforms. One of the key things I wanna talk about here is uh, Bodo 3, there are cloud specific libraries and Bodo 3 is the SDK for interacting with AWS in Python. It is a very widely used uh, framework for being able to interact with AWS um, with Python. And you'll see if you look at any, um, you look at Lambda quick starts that are written in Python, you will see Bodo 3 referenced in those. In fact, Bodo 3 is baked in for those and I believe Bodo 3 is baked in on the AWS shell and also in um, Amazon um, machine images that are running Amazon Linux also have Python and Bodo 3 baked in as well. So Bodo 3 is an SDK for interacting with AWS and the AWS CLI. And if you're not familiar, SDK is a software development kit. It is a, that's what SDK stands for. It is a software package for interacting with a platform. In this case, Bodo 3 is the software package for the Python language, which is a wrapper for interacting with the AWS CLI commands. So it handles all of the authentication and things like that. It understands how to look for your AWS credentials in your .AWS 
folder on your system and things like that. So it's a very smart way to interact with AWS using the Python language. And if you stand up um, Lambda function using Python, then you'll see references to Boto3, and Boto3 is included in the Lambda language. The package is already installed. Also, I believe Boto3 is pre-installed on Amazon Linux and in the Amazon shell as well. The number five big advantage to using Python is data and analytics and data science uh, capabilities. Python is extremely popular with data and analytics and data science. And so you see a lot of integrations with those tools, things like pandas and some other packages that are available in Python that make it very easy for you to manipulate data, to run machine learning training and create machine learning models as well. So it's very popular and learning Python will can kind of help you to be familiar with that as well. And I would recommend kind of get a rudimentary understanding of Pandas, the Python package, how to create a data frame, how to manipulate it. You can just walk through some simple tutorials. You don't have to go deep necessarily unless you're looking to go deep on data, but just kind of understanding what a data frame is, how to put data into a data frame, how to manipulate data, and how, what the advantage of being able to use something like Python for that would be. And then also, you'll want to also look at maybe walking through some AWS glue job tutorials using PySpark, which is the Python implementation of the Spark programming language to be able to manipulate data in glue using AWS glue as well. So that's very a very popular pattern that you'll see for folks that are looking to manipulate data inside of AWS using the tools that they have available and the services that they would recommend for data manipulation. Okay, and the sixth advantage, I've already kind of talked about this, but Python has huge cloud vendor support. So AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, Python is gonna be integrated with all of those. They all provide SDKs and documentation and examples. So it's very easy to use with the cloud provider. I mentioned Boto3. Um, you have some a lot of options for being able to use Python. It's, it's unlikely that a service is going to be released that doesn't have a program. If it has a programming language component, Python won't initially be supported right out of the gate. It's a very popular language. And so there's a lot of cloud vendor support also, um, it's installed, Python is installed in the AWS Cloud Shell. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't installed in the Azure Shell and Google Cloud Shells as well. Um, it's just always gonna be heavily supported by those uh, cloud providers. And so it's always a good choice. And the seventh real advantage is job opportunities. You know, Python is in high demand when folks are looking for individuals and candidates for roles, it's almost always that they need to be able to do some kind of coding or scripting, uh, and they will list languages that they want you to be proficient in, and Python is almost always on the list or works as a substitute. Folks know that if you're able to program and script and code in Python, that you'll be able to pick up another language as well. Being familiar with one language helps you to get a leg up on those other languages, as I mentioned before. And so it's an important thing to, to be able to show for those job opportunities that you're looking to get into. Python 
is quite popular. And as I mentioned, your coworkers will likely be familiar with Python as well. And you can become a part of the group that are helping each other to be mature in your capabilities around automation, around DevOps, and around uh, the utilities that you're writing, potentially writing lambdas and lambda code as well. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. And, and when employers are looking for someone, they don't wanna have to train someone up from scratch to learn Python or some other programming language. And so it's gonna be important to, to learn those things. So that's a, a long list of the why. I think the next part I wanna talk about is the how. How should you learn Python? And that's really gonna depend on your individual personality. So there are a lot of ways to, to learn Python. There are a lot of ways to approach growing in a skill. And I think I've talked a little bit about the different approaches, but I'll, I'll go over it again here as well. Number one is you can watch training videos and watch videos about the concepts and then practice those concepts on your own. So some folks like to read, uh, like to learn by watching or reading. You could read tutorials as well and then practice uh, those tutorials on a console. That's one approach to doing it. The second approach would be to kind of learn by doing those activities. So you could uh, choose interactive tutorials. You could choose to take on some projects. You could look for some starter projects or beginners projects for things that you could program in the language. You could look for open source software written in Python where you could take in some of the issues potentially and code in that. It'd be a little tough to start out with that if you're a brand new beginner, but it is it is an option. And then for others, you would you might like to use leak code or code signals or uh, advent of code kind of competitions to be able to drive your programming learning. I know that that's um, one of the biggest ways that I use to learn kind of the tips and tricks and how to optimize code was uh, using a number of code competitions because then it gave me a goal, something I was trying to push towards and I could learn the things that were interesting to me as opposed to in a book where you're learning about maybe potentially uh, sets and things like this that you may not realize, you, you may not even understand why you might need to utilize sets in Python until you come across a, uh, a problem or a, a competition puzzle where you're trying to solve it and you realize sets uh, perform way faster than a list would perform in the same situation or something along those lines. So it's, I, that, that's my favorite way to learn, but I realize it's not everyone's uh, favorite way to learn. But so I would say there's, there's a couple of different ways that you can use to learn that, but you'll want to spend some time uh, probably doing all of those things, watching some videos, doing some interactive tutorials, training in the console, and then potentially doing some puzzles on leak code or something like that to be able to test and train what you're learning and keep, uh, it helps really to kind of keep your, keep your mind fresh on those, on those items as well. Now, once you've learned Python and you feel familiar with it, you're gonna grow in that language. I would recommend that you not stop with that language. You would learn additional languages that are gonna be beneficial to you. I would pick languages if you are uh, involved in some particular open source software. You might choose languages that align with that software so that you can get engaged and become hyper familiar and 
go really deep on a particular technology. For instance, if you uh, ended up in DevOps and you were doing infrastructure as code and you learned about Terraform, you could go deep on Go and pick up Go as your second language, Golang, and then you would be able to have the capability to submit code to the open source. Now open source is open tofu, but the Terraform uh, open source projects are open tofu projects to be able to solve issues and be able to submit code to those and become a, a greater part of the community. But you would just want to pick the language that aligns with the things that you're working on, the things that you're interested in. It can help you to go deep on that technology and really become above, you know, an expert, an SME in those technologies that are above and beyond uh, other folks in, in the industry as well. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Get Into Cloud podcast. I created this podcast to help people just like you who want to start and accelerate their cloud careers. Please take the time to like, subscribe, click, follow, do all the things on whatever platform that you use to listen to this podcast. We want to spread the word so that everyone can know that there's a pathway for them to get into cloud. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for your help. Have a good day.